We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. My man, in less than 24 hours, the Warriors will be selecting college player, and my timeline will look incredibly toxic because people are mad that they did not trade for uh, Siakam, Porzingis, name it who we will be. Uh, in 24 hours, that t- that person on the timeline will be myself. Uh, I will be very <laughs> angry in 24 hours. Um, or I will be very happy. I don't think there's going to be an in-between tomorrow night, Samuel. I don't, I don't think I'm going to sit here and, and be, uh, con- uh, and be like, um, you know, okay with whatever they do. I think I will be very angry or very happy. So I can't wait. I cannot wait. This is what, this is like the most emotion that I've had since the Warriors lost game six to the, to the Lakers. Uh, and with the ago. 19th pick, the Golden State Warriors select Bilal Koulibaly. I just learned how to pronounce that. It's the next Giannis. That's the next Giannis. I'm in. I mean, he's, he's not lasting to 19. So unfortunately, they can't give us that pleasure. But <laughs> you know, you know what's interesting? Porzingis. You fall on this in real time. I was ready to come on and, and kind of rant about how annoyed I was. The Warriors didn't trade for him, but it looks like it might be falling apart with the Celtics right now. You know, I uh I don't know if I should be frustrated with the Warriors or not with the Porzingis thing just because it felt like they were moving off of an expiring um so for the Warriors it felt like well so are you gonna are you, are you gonna get Clay in that move or or because they don't seem like they really want Jordan Poole and then they brought in a 13 that's where the Clippers came in right and then but not now it's falling apart so none of that actually matters I guess the question the real question is do you think the Warriors get back in here or do you think it's just well whatever screw the Clippers we're gonna get this done ourselves type of thing I, I think I, I think it's over. I think by the time most people are listening to this, it's over. But um, let, let's talk. Let's talk a, a broader picture. Something that lasts a little longer. It does seem like the Wizards are in a rebuild. I mean, it, it doesn't seem they they're finally acknowledging they're in a rebuild. Took them long enough, right? Um, and they just want expiring contracts so that they can clear the books, tank, get their own picks, make their own decisions. 
I get it. If I was a new GM taking over, I'd look at that roster and be like, this is terrible. I draw everything out of here. Let me build this from the ground up, right? And if you're someone such as Andy Liu who wants to trade Jordan Poole, that's that's a tough landscape because he has a four-year deal, which is just shined, you know? So I, I'm just thinking about this. It's like It's like one of those things where we want the Warriors to upgrade the roster. We think Jordan Poole is probably the easiest avenue to a roster upgrade, but off of a terrible playoffs and really a subpar year, 123 million committed to him. Um, the new CBA coming in, the general idea that no one's really sure what he is. Like, is that really the best way for the Warriors to get better moving him? Like it is an ultimate sell low in, in a buyer's market is how it feels to me. Mm. And then I would say to you, I, I think, I think I agree. I think logically that all makes sense. I'm sure that's what Mike Dunleavy is saying right now internally or someone else is saying to him. But on the other hand, I would say, well, your other best option is the clay expiring. So that that's valuable so to, to a tanking team. They may want to get off a contract with, with that move get off an extra year, save themselves $30 million or whatever. But you can't move Clay because Steph is not going to allow you to move Clay more likely than not. He's also really good still, uh, had a really good regular season, not so great in the postseason, but we can say that also for Jordan Poole, who had both a terrible regular season and a terrible postseason. Um, and then I think finally, you just at some point have to choose you have to choose. You can't tell me with a straight face that Draymond and Jordan Poole are okay with each other. And I think if you're running it back with those two guys, you're just gambling that they're going to be okay with each other. And that, they're humans. That's, they're not. You can't I mean, just out and would... play. Yeah. And maybe that's Draymond's fault. Then you don't sign him then. But they're not going to do that, right? They're bringing him back. So, I mean, it feels like the choice is already made. I was going to. I was going to. I was going to say you. you... You also have to choose because you can't pay $70 million to shooting guards. Like, <laughs> it's it's kind of funny. Like, they inked both of them. Both made sense at the time. But, like, at some point, you don't need two shooting guards making max money, you know? Like, move one of them in one capacity or another. I, it does feel like the Warriors, by not getting involved in this Przingis thing, because because can, can we talk about this? Like whether the Celtics seal the deal or they don't, and it seems like there's an injury issue, and we ran through this with GP two, but it's irrelevant. They agreed to the deal. They moved him for Brogdon and a pick, pretty low price, you know. Brogdon is a fine player. Might be a little overpaid. Like, it, like it, uh, he's what? Yeah, he's, he's fine. Fine. He's 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 a rotation fine. piece. Like, I, right. I think the the Brogdon hype train like left four years ago, right? Like, he's just a fine rotation player. And they got the number thirty pick. Like, let's not act like let's not act like they got you know a top ten pick or something out of it. You know, you can't convince me the Warriors couldn't have matched that. They couldn't have found a way to move Jordan Poole to a team to get them an expiring and some saying. assets to make it happen. And it seems to me like they made the determination that they don't view Jordan Poole as just salary filler, that they don't mm -hmm. want to do that. So to me, 
And maybe maybe internally they just don't value Porzingis. Maybe they view him as a stiff who will never be able to defend in their system. Fair. It's it's like I could see it going either way with him, right? I could see him figuring it out. I could also see it never happening. And, you know, kind of an expensive stiff, right? So it, it's possible. Either way, it's like interesting I, because we're we're talking about a player who could fit into their lineup, who does stuff that they don't have, who got moved for very cheap, right? So he would opt in New only had one year left. We don't know if he would have re-signed with the Celtics. Does that trade come with him getting paid 30 plus million dollars a year for the next four years? I saw Bill Simmons' tweet. He wasn't happy about that. So like he, he wasn't he was not looking forward to, to yeah, he, he looks like you years, when, right? when you saw Jordan Poole's contract. <laughs> uh, I was I, at the time. I think I was happy about it. Um, and then Brogdon is not an expiring. Right. So he's 25, I think, or so for the next year. So this coming season and then the next one. So there was actually two more years left on his contract. Right. So, which is close enough to, to pools like that. So I, what I'm saying is like, I, I'm agreeing with you. The warriors could have found a way to do this trade some way, one way or another, if they wanted Porzingis. So it sounds like they just made the decision to say, he's not good enough for us to essentially, I mean, it's almost a salary dump. It's almost with a, like it's a one year gamble. But it feels like it's a one-year gamble to say, well, we can just get off. We can just not re-sign him. But, we're, but would, right? But would Porzingis I mean, do that? Maybe, maybe. Clay's in kind of the same situation. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where, like, you can't tell me you couldn't have traded Pool to Orlando for expiring contracts and thrown your 19th pick in there, and the Wizards wouldn't have been like, this is a better deal. Now, should the Warriors have done that? It, it, clearly, internally, they're like, no, we think Jordan Poole is a better player than that. We're not just dumping him for salary filler and giving it a pick on top of it. But that's that's kind of the decision here. And I don't know if I disagree with them, but like, the more you see these players who you know are going to get moved and who like teams are desperate to move come off the board, the natural instinct is to be like, well, the Warriors just going to run it back. They're just going to make a pick, run it back. Maybe go, go try us on Austin rivers or something, you know, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like every time a player goes off the board, it makes you a little nervous that they're not going to do anything substantial. They hold on to their guys. They definitely value their guys more than anyone else value their guys. Um, I, I kind of compared to Rob Polinka and the Lakers who, um, and LeBron's a lot more aggressive with the way he he talks to people, right? Um, but uh, they just they're just like screw it, let's just go get Rui, let's just go get this guy, let's just go get D'Lo, who I mean, you could argue won a few games against the Warriors, and let's make a run at this thing. Oh, that, that one's it's still disgusting. Of all of all, disgusting. Players. You know, how bad I, was I he can, against the Nuggets? How bad was he? I mean, come on. I can I can live with AD. I can even live with LeBron, but D'Lo, it's in the past. We're not talking about that. But they're they're a team that it feels like they have about the same pick as the Warriors. They have the 17th pick. They've got some expirings. They've got Malik Beasley. They've got Mo Bamba. Mm -hmm. They've got some guys that they can come off of. Now, it's a little bit different, right? Because Poole is a lot better player than those guys. Clay is not a player that you want to trade. But you can argue that they're probably going to make a move. If not in the next 24 hours, definitely in the next two weeks to trade for a guy. Uh, and I don't know if you can say the same for the Warriors. And I, I, I'd argue that it's better to have the Lakers mentality versus the Warriors right now. 
This week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird Dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fixed this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you can get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. I just got some pairs and let me tell you, little skeptical, tried them on a hundred times better than I could have ever imagined. Just the, like, I will be wearing nothing else all summer. Unbelievable. Sam is Fendiari, Bird Dogs. So where can you get it? Go to birddogs.com slash pool and enter promo code pool, P-O-O-L, for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash pool, P-O-O-L, for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. It, it, what's been interesting with the Warriors for me has been you're hearing things publicly that you wouldn't have heard in a couple of years ago. Like it's weird to me that you're hearing Jonathan Kuminga's name come up in trades. Weird's not even the right word. It's atypical for a team like the Warriors to have their prized lottery pick be kind of a player who, who may or may not be in trade talks. And so we got a special guest here, senior reporter from, from Yahoo news. Our, our guy, Jake Fisher. Jake, how you doing, man? Wow. I appreciate you giving us five minutes. Busy What's man. up, guys? Listen, man, I have declined a lot of trade, or not trade requests, interview requests. See, my brain's all scrambled. <laughs> uh, but I'm a, friend of the, I'm, a friend of the sh- I'm a friend of the show. Excuse me. Nice. And uh, Victor Wimanyama said, light years ahead today. Um, I nice. don't know if you guys saw that. Um, so I feel like Wait. it's only destiny that I'm here with you guys tonight. I love it. We're currently working on working or working on getting into our branding, you know, and, and taking all the credit for it. So and I'm the Fair one enough. who asked him the question that he said that. So amazing. <laughs> wow. Nice. Wow. Look at that. Nice. So aside from the fact you haven't slept in 72 hours uh, <laughs> and, and you're looking forward to Friday. Um, I am. Friday's going to be a great day. I got a, a spa day booked, a little yeah, sauna, nice. a little steam, a little cold plunge. Nice. Nice. Cold plunge. Uh, let's like talk, let's talk. player, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's unbelievable. Let's talk, uh, let's talk to the Kaminga here. Yeah. All right. His name's been floated around. What are your thoughts? Is he going to move tomorrow? How serious is the Kuminga talk here? Yeah. So it's interesting. The draft similar to the trade deadline, but the draft is a little bit different. Like I try to start keeping tabs on all the rumors like two weeks out. So that way I know I have like a starting point to keep my, and for our, our, our uh, video watchers, all the glare on my eyes is the nice camera lens that I have from uh, Yahoo. That's distracting me as I talk. So if it's distracting <laughs> anyone watching, I apologize. But so like originally hadn't heard Kamika's name pop up at all. And then, yeah, earlier in the week, it did. The word I was getting, it did seem like, you know, I saw that Draft Express report that they're like shopping Jonathan Kaminga to move up into the lottery. There's all this talk that the Warriors like Anthony Black, blah blah blah. I think today, as I come to you now, Wednesday night, from everything I've heard, um, I do not think that's the situation. I, I do believe that there are teams in the lottery when Golden State has 
floated, hey, we're, there's guys out there we'd like. They have um, requested him. I mean, Indiana definitely has had an eye on every single young combo athletic forward and every old combo athletic forward. Uh, that's a pretty obvious one that I don't feel like saying here is any issue to say publicly. But I don't, I don't think Golden State is on the phone calling around offering Jonathan Kaminga. I, I don't buy that. Hmm. But but do you believe that if they had a chance to get to number seven or <laughs> uh, or higher, that they would do it? That's that's the part that's hard to read. Um, mm-hmm. I buy that they're not like desperately shopping. That's not generally their mo. I can't tell if they'd actually move him to move up in the draft or not. Yeah. Look, I, I, this is the, the the phrase I've coined today is that this is the most NFL draft I've seen an NBA draft look like where okay. all these teams could potentially trade up and then they also could potentially trade down. Like pretty much everyone from Detroit, even though Detroit could, wouldn't really trade up, but like on through 21, like 20, like Portland, I was just talking to someone there. Like they might move up from 23, depending on who's available in the late teens. So like the Warriors fit into that exact mode. I think depending on who's available, depending on what deals are there, I could see them trading into the lottery for a certain someone. Um, <laughs> if, if, you know, if the price is Kaminga and they really are sitting there on the clock thinking that, this guy that they want is there and he's going to move their championship ceiling higher Then yes, but that's the key here. Like no matter what golden state is trying to move this team ceiling towards competing for a championship. I don't see them just trading their young prized player asset for just another young prized player asset that they don't think <laughs> can move them. And I mean, Kaminga couldn't get in the rotation last year. So they need someone who can get in the playoff rotation and actually have Steve Kerr's trust. So I guess that leads us to the second guy. Um, that's not He's not really in trade rumors, but I'm sure he's in some talks that the Warriors have had. Jordan Poole. Um, mm-hmm. any, anything with him that the Warriors are trying to do? Nothing. I haven't, I haven't heard his name at all. The Warriors have been pretty quiet, wow. as I'm sure you guys don't want me Ooh. to say. Um, I mean, I will say like around – I was texting Sam about this. I think it was like Monday, Tuesday before the trade deadline – um, I was like, man, I'm hearing a lot of John, uh, James Wiseman stuff. I don't know if I want to report this yet. Like, this feels really <laughs> real, but like, he's a big name and Warriors Twitter will explode if I throw it out there. But I was like, believing for sure, full wholeheartedly, that James Wiseman was going to get dealt at the deadline. I don't have that feeling really about any okay. Warriors move here. Yeah. Let's, um, <laughs> oh, before we get you out of here. Yeah, yeah. you're you're just you're raining out of everyone's parade, but you know <laughs> the, truth, the truth is what it is. Um, yeah. let, let's end on this one. So Porzingis, well, we'll see what happens with Porzingis, but it seems like the team's going to have he's going to opt out. The other team who's dangling players and is the general tease is Toronto. Mm-hmm. Do you actually buy that guys like OG and Siakam are on the move because? At this point, like Masai Ujiri is the ultimate tease in terms of movement, right? Like it's, I don't know. Where where are we at with those guys? So I do believe right now that of those two players, Pascal is the one that Toronto would be more motivated to move. Um, 
I do think like moving him helps uh, solve the problem of OG Ananobi's playing, you know, opportunities, playmaking opportunities, touches, all that jazz. Um, and Pascal's coming up. He's extension eligible this summer. And it's probably going to be a pretty big number that he's looking for, you know? So, and that's going to be an impediment, I think, for a lot of teams that are interested in trading for him, wondering if he's actually going to be able to uh, sign an extension there. So, to answer your question, if they're actually moving, just like in February, I am dubious. Like, <laughs> shout out Larry David. I am dubious. Like, I just, every single team I've spoken to continues to say that they think the Raptors are overvaluing their players on the trade market. It will be different if Fred Van Vliet walks, I think. I mean, it's certainly possible he goes back. I think that's very much in the cards, especially because right now as we record this and teams can't be talking to players, but the only free agent destination that seems viable for him right now is is Houston. So would he want to leave the team that he won a championship with in 2019 that he's been an integral cultural fabric piece, you know, since that title run to go to Houston. I'm not hundred percent certain on that right now. So the number up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, if he does leave, then all of a sudden it leaves a ton of more op- optionality, I think for the Raptors to look elsewhere. I mean, Gary Trent opting in doesn't necessarily guarantee he'll be back. I think, sure. Could there be an extension talk there? Yeah. But his name's come up so far and some, trade stuff that I should be writing tomorrow. I don't know if he's like, you know, got a ton of suitors at that number. Um, but I, to your point, to bring this ramble to a close, I think the Raptors are very similarly positioned to where they were at the deadline where there's this is a ton, <laughs> where there's a ton of uh, opportunities and they're having conversations and I'm just not so certain how actually active they're going to be. Sounds about right. I would, yeah. I would bet Sounds money. About. They do nothing tomorrow. <laughs> that definitely going to be a it's possible. I mean, they're a perfect team of the NFL draft scenario or al- analogy I gave earlier, where like I've heard they've called teams like Orlando at 11 to move up from 13. I've also heard they've called teams in the 20s to move down from 13. So there's just a ton of, I think, a lot of this stuff that we're hearing that's being written about that people are talking about and podcasting about. So much of it is just going to be end up being determined on how the chips fall, how the order goes, which sounds cliche and like hedging and saying, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. But like, I'm telling you, I've been on the phone from like the second I wake up, like literally in bed <laughs> after my alarm goes off till before I put my head to pillow every night. And like every single team I'm talking to is talking about how this is the most maneuverability mm. that ever has really been kind of floated around for teams looking at both directions that. I've been covering 10 drafts. I've never seen anything like it before. It doesn't mean all these trades are going to happen, but it is curious how many of these teams are kind of like having one foot on both sides of the fence. Hmm. It's interesting. It's very interesting. You got got me intrigued for tomorrow. Jake, (laughs) I'm going to let you go. Anything you want to plug before you get out of here? Um, Keep it locked on Yahoo Sports. We'll have another edition of uh, No Cap Room on the Ball Don't Lie podcast network on Friday morning. We did one today, uh, the last episode of Kristen Peaks on the clock. She's our excellent draft analyst. Her and I just caught up after we went to the green room media availability today and talked to some prospects and kind of broke down a lot of the latest rumblings. So that's really all I got. No sleeping. Keep going. No sleeping, man. I'm, t- I'm targeting 30- 2 a.m. Eastern time. 2 a.m. Eastern time is my bedtime. So 36 hours, and then you can hit bed. 
right. Talk to you later, man. Appreciate you guys. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. Last month, Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was Game Time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, all the above. The Game Time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without distress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Light Years, L Y G H T Y E R S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code LIGHTYEARS for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Good stuff. Just I mean, not pure, good stuff, but pure, good stuff. pure deadline. Pure deadline work right there. I appreciate it. It's like an end of quarter, you know, when reporters do a trade deadline yeah. or a or a um or NBA draft night. It's it's for salespeople. Like it, for people that are listening, to, they they know what it means. But like an end of quarter, you got to hit the quota, you know, whatever it is, and you're trying to scrounge in that last deal. That's what. Uh, I, I don't envy Jake's job right now, but I'm sure he's having fun. It's better, harder jobs out there. It's great, good info. <laughs> Were you a little surprised? Um, Looks like nothing's gonna happen tomorrow night. I think the most interesting part that he said is it feels like an NFL draft, which yeah. it, it kind of like, don't you feel like every year the NBA gets more NFL ish with transactions to me, that just means it's complete chaos in general. So I don't know it, to, to me that reads that the Warriors could make a home run or they could do nothing. And my gut says nothing because they haven't, exactly been the home run transaction team sure of attorney but it it could be the type of thing where a couple moves just happen really quick i don't know i'm yeah. all, I'm, I'm all over the place on it i don't know how much I, of it's just like my adrenaline around it but i'm all over the place on it i you know the parody stuff you know teams are looking at the play in and saying you know maybe we can make a move and we can we can get in that play in i mean playing teams got to the nba finals or at least the conference finals this season right so yeah you look uh, at like the sacramento kings they how if you're the sure. kings don't you feel like look man one player and keegan just getting better we might be we might be one the next breakout ever nuggets exactly. yeah yep. exactly yep. one yep. breakout guy from a lottery pick that you have one trade for sabonis and then one good draft pick and you're in there and it's not like they had a number one draft pick keegan was a t- what was he, the fourth pick? Like, so yeah. you're right. You're right. That's a great example. I mean, that's a great example. Like Houston's looking at it saying, if we get Amon Thompson and we had hard into this baby, are we not, are we not uh, fighting for the nine seed next yeah. season? And maybe we get Van Vliet, like Jake was saying, like, right. So it's like, right. <laughs> we, know, San Antonio. We, know Masai, we know Masai thinks he's one player away at all times. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, but yeah you know, it, it gets to the point. There's, it feels like there's less of a divide between, um, Teams being like, we're going we're gonna to tear this down and do the, the the rebuild, and more teams who are sitting there going, "Look, man, this, this guy, this guy takes a step, got a little something. We're cooking." Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the Warriors are right in that mix. I mean, they need, except they're in like the the bottom half of that mid tier, but they need a guy to get them over. 
they need a guy. They need a guy. It sounds like they're not going to – the real shocker is that they're not – there are no talks around Jordan Poole, but I guess it was wishful thinking on my part, so we keep going. <laughs> <laughs> or they're deep faking. Or they're yeah. deep faking. Yeah, they're just really know. good at their jobs. Maybe. Maybe. His Kuminga thing was interesting. It's he He's implying that it's more inbound calls on Kuminga than outbound calls. Sure. Do you think they'd move – do you think they'd move Kuminga? I think it would actually be a mistake if they did, um, especially like he was saying for a pick and they used a pick to be weird. Like I know Anthony Black. Oh, I, I love it. I love years, Anthony but, Black. That's my guy. Yeah, I know, but it just, it, it'd be, ugh, but you know. know, you know me draft time. I fall in love. So. Yeah. With a lot of guys. I hate all of them. No, I don't like any <laughs> of them. None of them. I like, um, especially now, especially in these last few years, I hate all of them. Um, but you know, when Steph is retired, I'll, I'll, I'll talk myself into uh, the next Nemanja Nedovic. Um, he does seem like the guy that, like, who do you think teams are asking uh, the Warriors about more? Jordan, Jordan Poole or Jonathan Kaminga? Kaminga. I don't even think it's. I don't Easy. think it's a question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me let me make my case. Kuminga has not received a big contract. You have two years to figure out if he's that dude or. Yeah, maybe he's not. Uh, he's young. Also, like all things considered, wing always better than a guard. He goes that way. Uh, and, and now he's seven two. You know, so so it's like you know, what more do you want? Seven two wing, two years contract control. That's, that's that's what you want. I agree. I mean, that's literally why Brandon Miller's going in front of Scoot right now. And I don't really. Oh, see <laughs> I, I mean, love Brandon. Really, I mean, that's my guy. Questionable decision making off the court and yeah. just raining threes. That's my guy. Ugh. I saw him play one game that he shot five for twenty his last game, and I was like, Ooh. I watched him. So I don't have no opinion that anybody cares about. I don't know anything. His uh so that obviously anyone who knows anything about Brandon Miller is aware of the, the gun accusation and everything with that. Mm. When that came out, he played probably the best game I've ever seen a college player play in about five years, like 40 points just. And I was, I was just, I was blown away that like under that level of scrutiny, a player could just play that well. So it stuck in and my then, mind. And then I saw him do a gun celebration uh, after that. And I was like, oh, well, yeah, 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 I, we I got another John that. Morant. Okay. We got, we got dumbass. So, <laughs> But I mean, he. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you, and I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not. I'm not going to bat for him in any capacity. I'm just saying, six nine shoots it like Paul George. Ooh. Um, Ooh. I like. Yes, it's it's hard to find dudes like that. It's a winning player. I mean, I'll tell you that it's a winning player. If 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 he said his favorite player is Paul George, right? So. I mean, that's Paul George. Prime Paul George was an absolute monster, man. That guy went toe-to-toe against LeBron in both their primes. Both their primes. Yeah. So That's true. Yeah. The Derek Rose did, too. Or he went for 40. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, – yeah. It I might think, be I think worse, he's... actually. That might be worse. <laughs> it might not be better. <laughs> I, think he's, I think he's very talented. Yeah. I'm actually, like – I don't know. No one cares about our draft takes, but, like <laughs> – I don't think I don't know I don't know what I think of Scoot. Scoot's just winning the intangible battle. You know what I'm saying? Where he's like, where it's just like I he's just working out with Steph, 
is just like following Steph around being like, teach me. And I'm like, oh, this kid gets it. I love him. Everything good. And then I and then I just watch him. I'm like, but you can't hit a jump shot. That's not good, you know. So, so would you know. rather have prime Paul George or prime um, um, Derrick Rose? Paul George. Yeah. Although it's unfair to it's unfair to Derrick Rose because his prime was 23. Like I don't know what Derrick Rose would have been at 26, 27 if his body. How about Russell Westbrook? Paul George. <laughs> I mean, the reason I the reason I wouldn't want Russ is IQ. But if you're telling me Russ with IQ, I mean that could have been Derrick Rose. It could have been Derrick Rose. You know could have been John Moran, honestly. Could have been John Moran. It could have. It could have. It's it's just a completely different conversation. I mean, uh, it sounds like I mean it sounds like all three guys are gonna be really good. So good for good for the the Hornets and the Thunder and the Blazers. They they can't possibly mess this up, can they? They can't possibly. Of course they can. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. All right, let's before we get out of here. What do you all think right. the Warriors do? What do you think the Warriors do? Do you uh, okay? Let's start with this. Do they do they stay pat at nineteen? No. No, I don't care. Okay. I don't. I don't care if I have no Sam sources. I'm not listening to Jake. Love Jake. Uh, I don't care. I'm going to talk it into existence. They're going to uh, move to 20. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So somebody actually brought this up the other day. And and uh, who, who was it that we had? KLC brought it up. And I think that is what they're going to do. I mean, like if I had to guess, I have to put my money on something. They'll trade back to 26, maybe pick up a couple of seconds, maybe a future super project first. Although I doubt maybe that'll happen because 19 is just not, not high enough. And they'll just draft whoever they're going to draft at 19. So they'll draft Chris Murray at 27 or something like that is, is what I think they'll do. It's kind of like the Belichick to your NFL draft analogy. It's what yeah. Belichick does every draft is he just trades a late first for a second move, and an extra move back third. a little bit. Yeah. 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 So yeah. if I had to guess, and I, and I think they'll get, and I think they'll just draft Chris Murray. I think they'll just get the guy. It is it is kind of funny that the Kings have tried to be like the Warriors for 10 years, and then now the Warriors are gonna try to be like the Kings because Keegan Murray is so damn good, they're gonna get his twin brother. So that's our <laughs> I like it. What do you think? I think um I also agree with you. I think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna swing a big trade. I think they're gonna move in the draft. And I'm not sure which direction, but I think they're moving. Wait, so you think if they move up, what would they do though? Like you think they're actually going to move up and use the pick in the situation yeah. you're, you're saying? Oh wow! Here's my here's my thing. If they end free agency and it's just we made a pick and that's it, I'm gonna be mad. Now if they move up and grab a kid, but then make another trade that makes the roster make more sense, I can live with it. So I'm willing to let it play out before I get mad. Because the way I see it is, let's say they trade Kuminga and get Anthony Black, okay? Sure. The gut instinct will tell me, bro, you just got younger for no reason, right? I like him. Steve might like him more, but you just got younger for no reason. But if they move like Jordan Poole and do some other stuff and all of a sudden it's not as young as you think it is, then it's okay. That's But But if they only do that, then I'll be mad. You know, so that's where that's where I'm like, I'm willing to let it play itself out a little bit. I'm willing to be mature. You know, maybe this is because I chased toddler toddler around all day. Uh, I'm a new I'm a new, more measured man. Yeah. Um, yeah you've got a lot you know, of calm in that voice that I didn't hear eight years ago. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, <laughs> I'm a t- dude, I'll tell you that a lot more grays in the hair. A, a, lot, a lot that's more true. smiles, a lot more smiles. So it's all that's in all true. good that's- things. 
now I'm the one that's just angry all the time because I'm now in my early 30s. You know what I mean? I'm just grumpy as I got to hear. <laughs> if you paint me the scenario that you just painted me, the two weeks before they make that trade from them selecting, I will be losing it on the show. Losing it. <laughs> losing it, dude. I mean, maybe they also have to wait to find out what Draymond's going to do, right? Maybe, sure. maybe they're like, if Draymond... We're, we're not, like acting like it's a done deal. Maybe it's not. Sure. Maybe it's not. I think it is. Maybe it's not. But we'll see. All right. I see we end it here. I think, we'll, look, guys, we'll give you back after the draft. We'll see how it plays out. We we love every one of you. We appreciate you. Just laying out see you tomorrow. Guys.